0: What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports. Still five playoff spots available in the NFL as we hit Week 18, the final week of the NFL season. We'll get you ready for the kickoff Saturday and Sunday. Rangers with a bounce-back win tonight after being embarrassed on Tuesday night on their home ice to Carolina. They come back and they beat the Blackhawks tonight easily. And big games for the Jets and the Giants. We'll tell you why. All that and Mark Mancini in the Mancini Report. Coming up next, Locked Up Sports. What's up everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, which however you're consuming this, this show, uh, we ask that you rate, review and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Do not forget, rate, review and subscribe. We had a couple reviews coming in this week. We appreciate it. If you are one of the people who wrote a review, uh, much appreciated, much appreciated. Thank you very much. Rangers tonight. Rangers, listen, they bounce back. They're, they're now 10-1 and 1 following a loss. and. Tuesday night was probably one of the worst losses of the season. Uh, it was Carolina. They came into the Garden. They came into the Rangers building. They pushed them around. They they beat them six one. They were better on the on the special teams. They were better at regular strength. The the goaltending was better on the, on the Carolina side. Shostakin played again tonight. He put him right back out there, which I think is the right call. He played well tonight. Listen, they played the Blackhawks. It was a perfect perfect opponent coming off of that that disaster on Tuesday night. Is to have a game against a team like the Blackhawks, who's barely an NHL team at this point. They have like four wins on the road this year, so they really weren't much of a test. They had Rangers had called up their big prospect from from down on the on in the minors, Hoffman. He came in. He's twenty one years old today. Twenty one. Imagine that. He's a baby. So he came up. He played well. All right. He got out there. He got some shots on goal. He didn't get on the scorecard. But he got some shots on goal. He played on the power play. He played on the penalty kill. He looked good. He's fast. He could shoot the puck. He doesn't look too nervous out there. Listen, it sounds like a good player. I don't know much about him, but from what I saw tonight, Hey, he was, he was definitely for, for a 20 year old playing in his first NHL game. Give him credit on the eve of his 21st birthday. So we'll see. The Rangers win tonight four to one over the Blackhawks, a nice, easy kind of ho hum type of win. One that they needed. Uh, the Bruins lost to the Penguins, so thus, again, the Rangers leapfrog over the Bruins for the best record, most points in the NHL. Only January, and it's early January. Okay, this thing goes until about April, mid-April, and that's when the playoffs start. So that we still got four more months of regular season. That's why we're going to shift it now over to the NFL, which is coming to a close this weekend. Okay, this is week 18, the final week of the regular season, and... You got some intriguing matchups. You got some good games. starts on Saturday and Saturday. At least we get two good games on Saturday, two games that have at least a meaning to it. You got Pittsburgh and Baltimore 430 30, starting it off CBS, Baltimore, Pittsburgh needs to win. And they also need help. Now, both of them, they, the winner needs a Jacksonville loss to get in. So they're not, there's not going to be a playoff spot decided in that game, but it is two teams. It's two young teams, up and coming teams, nobody expected either the Colts or the Houston Texans to be in this spot. And here they are. They got a chance to win the division. Got a pulse going into the final week. That's all you could ask for. That's all you could ask for is to have, you know, have life in week 18 going in because we don't have it here. So then you go to Sunday, good games. You got Chicago at Green Bay, Green Bay win. And they're in, in the NFC, Chicago is going to play them tough. You better believe Chicago's going to play them tough. That's a rivalry game. Chicago and Green Bay do not like each other. The game is in Green Bay at Lambeau Field. You got love playing. It's it's going to be that's going to be a tough game. It's not going to be an easy walkover like a lot of people think it's going to be. I do think the Packers will win the game, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as most people think it's going to be. Then you got the Giants and the Eagles. The Giants coming in, obviously a lost season. All right, it's going to be the last game I think for Saquon Barkley as a Giant. The last game I think for. Sterling Shepard is a giant. There's going to be some changes coming in next year. Uh, Tyrod Taylor might be playing his last game as a giant. And he's played well. Listen, a lot of people are saying, oh, why not throw DeVito out there? Put the kid out there. You have nothing to lose. You're not playing for anything. You know what? It'd be nice to beat up on the Eagles, right? Send them into the playoffs. The Eagles need to win this game. You cannot go limping into the playoffs the way the Eagles have the last couple weeks losing to Arizona and then the Giants, two of the Five, two of the top five worst teams in the NFL. You cannot go into the playoffs, go on the road, and expect to win. Now, I, do I think the Eagles are going to win the division? I don't because I don't think there is a shot in hell that Dallas loses to Washington. I think Dallas blows out Washington, and I think the Eagles will, will end up with, on the road anyway. But I think they got to beat the Giants. This kid, they can't just decide to sit everybody. I know uh, Sirianni said that he will keep an eye on the Dallas score. And if it gets out of hand, if Dallas, you know, is blowing out Washington, that he'll pull his style consider pulling the starters. I would say might play him. You got to play him through. And, you know, you always go back to the Giants when they did that, when they were making their run into the Super Bowl to beat the undefeated Patriots. The last game of the season, they played the Patriots. And what they do, they went all out. They lost by, oh, they lost at the end on a touchdown and you know what? It helped them in the long run. I would always play out. Now, the people like, teams like uh, San Francisco and Baltimore, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't, they have nothing to play for. They're locked into the one seed. They're going to have a bye. Give the guys an extra week off. But the Eagles, they haven't played well. They've lost four to five. They started 10 and one. Now they've lost four to five. They just lost to the Cardinals, who are a bad team. You got the Giants in this week. Another bad team. You've got to win that game if you're the Eagles. I would go all out the whole game. I would try and win it. I would try and put it on the Giants. And I think they can. Will they? I don't know because I don't believe in the Eagles as far as a playoff team. I think they can beat the Giants. They should beat the Giants. They should beat them by, you know, two touchdowns. But, you know, the Giants are going to be playing hard. It's a ride. It's a, these rivalry games, a lot of people think these teams that have nothing to play for. We're going to just lay down and die. There's always one or two that come up and bite somebody and ruin their season. And now the Giants can't keep the Eagles out of the playoffs. But I'm telling you, if they go in losing to the Giants, losing to the Eagles, losing five out of six, they are not going to win a playoff game on the road. That's going to be very hard to put it back together like that after it's all falling apart, put it back together, go on the road, win a playoff game. That's not, that would not be easy. So, got, like we mentioned, Dallas at Washington. This is, this is going to be a lot of Dallas fans in the building. It's going to be probably 60% Dallas fans in the building. They're going to win this game. There's no way Dak Prescott and then we're going to lose this game after what happened. To them now they, they caught a break last week, right? Against the, the Lions, they caught a break, but sometimes that's what it takes. You got a break. You don't apologize for it. You steam forward and you try and take this division and you get yourself a home playoff game. And that's what the Cowboys are going to be playing for. That's what they're playing for. A home playoff game and a division title. So the commanders aren't playing for nothing. They're playing for nothing. So now, other games, 1 o'clock, you got Carolina and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they just need to win the game. They win the division. The division champions, if they win the game. Tampa is going to blow out Carolina, I think. Now, where's going to be the one? I told you, there's always one that comes up and bites somebody, right? One of these teams playing for nothing comes up and gets a team that really needs a win. I don't think it's going to be Carolina. I don't think it's going to be Washington. You know who I think it could be? I think it could be the Bears. I think the Bears can, can beat the Packers, they played better lately. Justin Fields has played better lately. They've just kind of put it together a little bit the last couple of weeks. They've come close to beating some good teams. Watch out because that could be the one that comes up to bite a team. The Bears would love nothing more than to ruin the season and keep the, uh, the Packers out of the playoffs by beating them on Lambeau Field. It's not going to be easy, but I think that if you're looking for one, that would be the one that I would be looking for. Jets and the Patriots. All right. Now, this is... I say it's a big game because the Jets the Jets gotta beat the Patriots. This might be Belichick's last game. All signs are pointing to that he's gonna be fired on Monday. There's apparently a meeting already set up between Bob Kraft, Bob Kraft's kid, who's the president of football operations, and Belichick Monday morning. And the, you know it's leaked out that it leaked out a couple weeks ago that he has already made a decision, he's gonna get rid of him. Who knows? I think he's probably going to get rid of him. I think he's crazy because you're not gonna find anybody like Bill Belichick. But you better believe Belichick knows that he's probably out on Monday. He does not want to lose to the Jets. He wants to keep this streak alive that he has with the Jets, I think 14, 15, 15 times in a row, try and make it eight straight years of sweeping the Jets. And the Jets, on the other hand, they want they, they're going to. they're gonna want to beat the Patriots. That's a big rivalry. Jets are gonna go out there and give it their all. And I think it's kind of important, right? You gotta break start breaking the, the the curses here if you're the Jets especially if you could go into next year and you want to you know, do something, this would be a good place to start. Beat the Patriots for the first time in eight years. Send off Belichick as he gets fired the next day. I think it's a perfect, perfect spot for the Jets to, to, to end this streak. They're a better team, two teams just looking to, to get to the offseason. Right? I think that's going to be a game where both teams are going to give it their all and they're going to really... Try to try to win the game. I think that's important for both the Jets and or not important for them, but important to both the Jets and the Patriots. Sunday night, you have the Dolphins and you have the Bills. Now, this is a a kind of a curious. It's kind of a weird situation. The Dolphins obviously are in either way. Okay, the question is, are they going to be the two seed or are they going to be the six seed? And that's a big drop. Going from two to six is a big drop. Dolphins come limping into this game, okay? They haven't played well. They got blown out by Baltimore. Baltimore is clearly the better team. They They come in. Now they play the Bills. The Bills are riding high. Everyone's picking the Bills. It's in Miami. Miami has a better coach. Tyreek Hill was seen with a boot on pra- at practice yesterday. So who knows if he's going to go. It's going to be a very fascinating game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Bills win. And I think the Bills Watch out for the Bills. They're dangerous. The Bills and the Browns are dangerous in the AFC playoffs. Now, it's going to take a lot for, for one of these teams, for any team, to go into Baltimore and come away with a win. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be the toughest thing to do in this playoffs. But, you know, you never know. You catch a guy on a bad day. The quarterback has a bad day. You never know with the NFL playoffs. You really never know. Jacksonville just needs to win. Jacksonville wins. They're in. Now, the question is, is Trevor Lawrence playing? They don't know yet. We have no idea. He still listed as questionable. If Trevor Lawrence plays, I think they win. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't, you know, it, it's a shame. He got hurt last week. He went down. They lost the game. Now, they, now they, they're still just winning in. But it's not going to be easy if they don't have their quarterback. And going forward in the playoffs, if they don't have their quarterback, they're a dead duck. So here is the Mancini Report on Locked Up Sports. All right, now it's time for the Mark Mancini Report. Mark, uh, XM Radio, of course. You all know him. He's here every week with us. Mark, how you doing? How you like You, you see I got your new graphic coming in. Now it's official. You're part of oh, the show. Oh,
1: man, I love you, brother. You've got everything. You've taken the uh, fans and everything and you've condensed them, man, each and every week. This is going to be fun. I will tell you, you are telling me number 11, dude. Within three months, we'll be the number one podcast in New York. I hope Haiti. so. Listen, I said We are going to take
0: the competition out. I say number 11, and then I said it to my buddy. I go, we got to do it. He goes, yeah, but, you know, one them, it's like Stephen A. Smith and people like that are ahead of us. So, But, hey, look, I'm not afraid I'm not afraid of anything. We don't
1: care, man. We don't care. We don't care. They put their pants on one leg at a time, too, and God gave us a voice. Damn well, we're going to use it, man. I can't wait. This is going to be
0: our year 2024, baby. I love you. You know that. I just can't stand a lot of your New York teams. <laughs> well, listen, listen. We all know how you feel about New York teams, and that's what makes the show good. But now let's start off with the NFL. It's Week 18. It's the final week of the season. You got your Steelers now. There's, there's been you know news. They're making news. They not only do they have they have a pulse still. They're going to win, and they they basically need Buffalo to lose is what they need, which is not going to be easy for Pittsburgh to back in like that. But he's playing. uh Tomlin has gone announced that he's going to go with Mason Rudolph over Pickett. I love the decision. You don't like it so much. Tell, tell me what you think about that.
1: Well, I think Kenny Pickett's a local kid, came out of Pitt, and then he kind of, you know, was the godsend of the Steelers when they drafted him, and now all of a sudden you kind of see, like, he's going by the wayside like Mac Jones is in New England, and you're saying to yourself, well, and then you're hearing the reports that he didn't really want to dress in Seattle and stuff like this. You know, the Steelers and like the Patriots. They keep these internal problems behind closed doors. But I think Pittsburgh can do it. You know, hey, listen, 17 straight years now. Mike Tomlin's had a winning record. They're guaranteed a winning season again, uh, even though they lost to Arizona and New England. But Baltimore has nothing to play for. You know, they're going to rest everybody. They're all going to be off for three weeks. So might as well just, you know, uh, let the Steelers get into this thing. As much as painful, it might say that the Ravens don't want it, but I think they're going to rest some guys. And you know what? Miami could beat Buffalo in South Florida. Oh, absolutely. Buffalo would be a different story. Absolutely. So I think Pittsburgh has got their chances. And we saw this years ago when Pittsburgh backed in, when the scenarios were a lot tougher, three teams had to lose. It sent the Steelers to San Diego to play the Chargers that year.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, and you know what? Well, you, basically that's what you're rooting for. You're rooting for a Buffalo loss to Miami, And you're right. Listen, Pittsburgh should win this game no matter who plays quarterback or even if you or I play quarterback because nobody's playing for Baltimore. Yep. They're going to rest everybody on that day. And I don't blame them. You know, they've earned the right to rest them. And now but now you're going to go into possibly into Sunday night because you got the the Miami Buffalo game Sunday night. And that's a weird situation in Miami Buffalo game because you got Buffalo who with a win wins the wins the division and they're the two seed. With a loss, they could be out altogether. Miami can go from the two seed down to the five or the six seed. So, I mean, it it's a wild game. That's a wild scenario. There's no real playoff game. You know, a lot of times you get a real playoff game in in the last week where it's winner in, loser out. You don't really have that this week, but the Miami Buffalo game is probably the, the closest thing to it. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Well, I will tell you, you know, it's weird when if if Buffalo can either be the number two seed or be completely out of the playoffs, and that would be a a devastation for Buffalo, especially, you know, time, you know, keeps passing them by and their window of opportunity closes year by year. Uh, The flip side of this thing is Miami can drop all the way down on this thing too, but if they win, they can pretty much secure maybe the the, the, the They'll be the two seed, seed. yeah, yeah, they'll be the two seed. Right, but, but the dangerous team in all of this, guys, and we're not talking about this, is Cleveland. Cleveland is the sleeper of everybody in this thing. We know Baltimore, you know, and Kansas City, what they can do, but Cleveland's coming on like gangbusters, man, and Cleveland could be the team that nobody wants to play come playoff time.
0: I agree. Cleveland. Cleveland's red hot. You got Joe Flacco, the old man Flacco in there. He's playing like... He's playing like he did 15 years ago. And he, he was always like a game manager. Joe Flacco was never a top level quarterback. I, at least I don't think so in the league, even when they won the Super Bowl with the, with the Ravens. But he's doing, he's doing everything right. And now that McCaffrey hurt in San Francisco is questionable, who knows? The NFC is wide open. And I could, I, I could see Cleveland making a run and I could see Green Bay making a run too, maybe even with love playing well and they're kind of hot and they're playing well. So it, the NFC, I think is wide open.
1: Well, I'm not sold on San Francisco because, you know, I think the blueprint was pretty much out there what Baltimore did to them. And Baltimore has just destroyed four teams that are either in the playoffs or heading there. Seattle and Detroit were killed in Baltimore. Miami was torched for 56 in Baltimore. And then they went out to San Francisco and destroyed the 49ers. So uh, I think that's the blueprint is harassed Purdy. I'm I'm still going to go with the Eagles in the NFC. Even though they slipped a little and lost Arizona, I think Philadelphia still can bounce back and get this thing. I think a sleeper could be, and you, you might, uh, you know, I don't agree with everything in in Los Angeles, but the sleeper could be the Rams.
0: Yeah, stafford Rams
1: got a lot of talent there on offense, and they're starting to believe in themselves. And Sean McVeigh's got a lot of, you know, he squeezed his team like a turnip, man. He's got everything out of them. So they can literally go into Dallas or Philly or. You know who knows where in Tampa and Detroit and and do some damage here. So I like I like the Rams as a sleeper. Like I like Cleveland in
0: the AFC. I think the, I think the Eagles. I think it's a big game for the. I mean, of course it's a big game, but but I don't listen. I don't think that they're going to get Dallas losing to to Washington. So I don't I don't see that happening. But I think either way, this is a big game for for the Eagles against the Giants because they are they don't want to you don't want to go into limping into the playoffs have to go on the road coming just off, coming off a loss to the giants who let's be real and no good and have to go on the road and play it play a road playoff game. The Eagles, this is a big game for the Eagles against the giants. I think I could see them laying it on the giants, but I'm still not convinced they can beat the giants 50, nothing. I'm not convinced about the Eagles. Dallas is always shaky when it comes to the playoff time. And you know, it's, 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 you're right about Cleveland and you're right about the Rams. The Rams are playing real well. It's, it's going to be, it'll be fun. Now, um, what was I going to say? The the Cleveland with Joe Flacco, they can make a run. I don't think anybody's going to beat Baltimore. It's going to it's going to take somebody real have a real good day, and Baltimore to have a bad day for them to go into Baltimore and win a game in there in the playoffs. You think anybody beats Baltimore? Or well, you see them I'll tell you clear one
1: thing. Baltimore, I've said it for years. They're like a team. If you don't put the nails in the coffin on these guys, they'll figure out a way. They're kind of like the Washington Capitals in hockey. I mean, they're just—they just keep coming. You can—you almost compare them to the Miami Heat in basketball. Every time you think they're dead, I think it's just the culture there. The culture there is, and this defense is pretty much one of the best since their Super Bowl year. I mean, they—they they just harass you. They come in at all angles, and you know, Flacco. I always liked him. You know, even when he was in Baltimore, he went consistent consistent. Um, but uh, you yeah, know, they won. You they won with defense. In- they won
0: with defense when he was there.
1: Yeah, I, I think the problem in New York with the Giants is what, what's happened with this Devito kid. Oh,
0: he's out. I it's mean, over. It's over. He wanted over.
1: twenty thousand dollars in a pizza place, and then he blames it on the agent exactly. or something. I mean, I think it was the. I think it was the.
0: I think it was the AJ. Listen, Devito. Devito's. They, you were out for two weeks, and we and the Devito thing has has coming on. It was it was a nice little story in a bad season, and it went about three weeks. And, and just look at the balls that that. Tyron Taylor throws. He threw an 80-yard touchdown. He hit the guy in stride. It went 60 yards in the air. He's just a better quarterback. I'll tell you what, if Tyron, Tyron Taylor, if I were the Jets, I'd go after Tyron Taylor to get him to back up uh, Rodgers next next yeah, year. Yeah,
1: the other guy is is filtering himself out. They're going to get rid of Zach Wilson there. I mean, these, these are guys that can't seem to take over the city. How many guys have come to New York and just fallen on their ass? Because it's tough. It's tough. Uh, you can you, you, Yeah, Ed Whitston and All these guys that have come over there, Don Gullett over the years from the, I mean, it just, they just can't seem to take on the big apple. And we've seen this, all these guys that have come through there,
0: Geno Smith was another one. Prosper in Seattle just couldn't do anything in uh, New York. I think I think Zach Wilson will be okay somewhere else. I don't think he's going to be like a star or anything. He's not going to live up to that number two pick. But, I mean, listen, it's it's a tough place to come play. In. And then, you know, this week, as, as New York football fans, we're saying goodbye, I think, to Saquon Barkley. We're saying goodbye to Sterling Shepard for the Giants. We're saying goodbye to Zach Wilson and the Jets. The Jets actually, you know what? Um, the Jets released Cook um, this week. So now he's a free agent. He could really help a team in the playoffs, especially a team like Baltimore, who needs a running back. And he's he's been to four yeah. Pro Bowls. He could be the difference for somebody like Baltimore if he could latch on there.
1: No doubt about it. You know they lost their running game. Dobbins, they lost for the year. And you know you you know it's just dinks and doinks. Baltimore, you're right. They're going to be a tough team to crack. And I and I've, I've been saying that for six weeks to keep your eyes on them. And now more and more people are coming onto the wagon train.
0: Now, did you see last week, with, I'm guessing you did, with the Lions and the Cowboys and the two-point conversion and the, the, the illegal touching thing? The, do you think the refs are going to screw something up now, maybe whether it be this week or going forward into the playoffs? We had some, even just last year's Super Bowl, we had the pass interference that was kind of iffy. These referees, what, why are they so bad?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe they're not properly trained. Maybe they need a little bit more experience. But I will tell you this. Why isn't there instant replay where you can override him like it is in college
0: football? There is, but it's you can't have instant replay for everything, right? Like, How are you going to say that? Either he reported or not. Because even if you have the camera, the, the video of him running up to the referee, you don't know what he said. You know, that's a tough I, one. That's I, I a tough Jared one. Jared
1: Goff did a great job. He, he took the high road on it. He said, hey, listen. It comes down to more than that. We should have executed more. Lions are going to be tough, uh, but it's an experience factor, and we're going to find out. You know, this is a team that hasn't won anything in what a couple decades. Yeah,
0: it's the first time in thirty years they've won the division.
1: You know, now you get all the people you know coming out with the lion garb. You yeah, know, well, I saw yeah. a guy wearing a golf jersey.
0: Yeah, well, well hey, listen, they, they, so, they're the team. Listen, the Lions, the Browns. That now the NFC, like I said, the NFC is open. I can see the, the Lions can make a run. Lions are a good team, but so can the, the, the six seed. Now, the only team that's not going to make a run is whoever comes out of that. And I, and I don't think, at least. I, should, I shouldn't I should say that. But the NFC South, you have Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay wins, they're playing Carolina. They should win. And they should go into the playoffs. Yeah,
1: they, and they would, host, they would host Dallas or Philly or something down there. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, what? one of those teams can actually go in there and beat them. But – uh, the flip side of it is, I've been high on Atlanta the whole year, and Atlanta's just fallen yeah. by the wayside. But if they win and Tampa Bay loses, Atlanta would host the playoff.
0: Correct, game correct. With an
1: eight and nine
0: record, we've had that before, though, and it's always like the and it's you know, and they, they could win. A couple of years ago, I think it was it might even have been the Panthers or something. Somebody uh, went in with a, a sub five hundred record. of oh, the Seattle, Seattle went in and they won the playoff game. You know, you had a you had a division yeah. winner. Under five hundred, hosting a team that had like ten or eleven wins, that hit a wild card, and and they beat them. So you never know. You never know. It's going to be fun. Um, what? Uh, now, quickly on the on the baseball with because uh, I haven't spoken to you since they since all the Dodgers signings. They 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 signed the pitcher. They signed Otani. What do you got for me on the Dodgers? What are they talking about out there in L.A. about that team? Well,
1: we we see this every year, don't we? I mean, we get our asses handed to us in October and then we go on a spending spree in December and we spend a billion dollars on two guys. And I'm saying to myself, OK, Otani was in Anaheim for six years, won two MVPs, but did nothing with this team to get him in the playoffs. So they give him 700. They give another guy that's 5'10", 160, and I haven't seen a guy like that since Ron Guidry when he went twenty-five and three in nineteen seventy-eight. At least he was consistent. This guy's dominated the Japan League, but it's a far cry when you win a world baseball classic against the Americans, uh, you know, one game. Let's see what you can do at 162 uh for a full season. So uh and I've seen this dog at Pony Show before with you know, Matsui and you know Arabu in New York, big city bright lights and you know, so it, works for
0: it secured, worked for them. It worked for Matsui. Uh, Matsui bought him a title it's, here. It's,
1: well, Andrew Friedman got a ten-year pass because there's an out clause for Otani. If one of these two guys are out, he can opt out. But to me, it's not going to matter. The Dodgers need more than just these two guys. It's going to come down to more pitching. I love Tyler Glass now. He's a local kid out here. I've had inter- you know I've interviewed him before, but he's got arm problems. So I mean, this is. This, this uh, pitching staff is going to be uh, the key to this pitching staff is Dr. Frank joke. That's what it's going <laughs> to come down to. And and I will tell you this, I'll, I'll hear all the chatter come March and regular season and everybody's going to be following the team around and everything. And, it, and it's going to look like the Brooklyn nets with the big three and the Miami heat when LeBron got down there and the San Diego Padres, when they had the quartet of four of them and everything, but, you know, when Arizona knocks them on their ass in the playoffs again, uh, then, then the Dodgers are going to – heads will roll. Believe me, heads will roll. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to roll.
0: You can take a bet on that in Vegas. A billion dollars. You better bring home some championships. Now, what now, – did you see I, – I forgot I wanted to talk to you about this. Go back to the football. Aaron Rodgers, of course, our Aaron Rodgers here can't stay out of the news. Big conspiracy theorist went on the uh, Pat McAfee show and said uh, something about Jimmy Kimmel being on the, the Epstein list and this that. And now Jimmy Kimmel is ABC's biggest star. ABC, of course, owned by Disney, which also owns ESPN. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers going out there and throwing out his conspiracy theories?
1: Well, I think if you have an opinion, you've got to keep it to yourself these days. I mean, um, and, and I think Aaron Rodgers might be trying to sell tickets. I mean, McAfee gives him a lot of money to be on that show, I heard. So, I mean, you know, it's interesting that, you know, when you concentrate on the New York Jets, Doing wonders for this team. Get in the community. Work, you know, under kids and everything, and instead of worry about what these other guys are doing, but keep those thoughts to yourself. You know, that's 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 the quickest thing where you can have problems yeah. when you discuss religion and other things. Politics. And I think that's <laughs> that's the biggest problem with, uh, you know, uh, um, Rogers. He got to stay out of the news. And we've seen two Green Bay quarterbacks, legends, leave Green Bay, and you know. Uh,
0: Favre like getting himself in, in trouble.
1: And, 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 yeah. You know, so keep your mouth shut. You know, uh, Derek Jeter once said, the, you know, he takes the high road. It's a little less traveled.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, I got a ton I'd love to say about politics. And everybody that knows me knows that. And I would love to sit up here and and pontificate to you about all that I think and what I think about this and what I think about that. Well, but if we get sick and tired, people get sick and tired of it.
1: I. I I do the same thing, you know, being a Pittsburgh boy and and my NFC team was always the Redskins. And people tell me, well, they're not the Redskins or the commanders. And (laughs) well, they weren't changed. They weren't changed 80 days ago. They were changed 87 years ago. And if I told you that uh, Ben Franklin was a racist or something, throw all your $20 bills in the trash (laughs) can, I'm sure there'd be a line a mile long picking them things up off the trash can. I'd be there. So I've got, I've got problems. When people tell me the Redskins, this the Redskins, that, I'm, I, I support the team three thousand miles away. I've got a Redskins logo. I don't look at any. If you want to find negative stuff in anything, you can find negative stuff. And I'm sure people in Pittsburgh are saying, "I don't want to be associated with Steelers and all this thing." But the team's been around. I mean, it's been around longer than you've lived.
0: Hey, listen. And dude. the
1: same thing with the Cleveland. Same thing with the Cleveland Indians. 104 years. I bring facts to the table. You know, it's, it's, it's people saying, what's the running hate I have with the Dodgers? They, they're they not that good. They haven't won a World Series playing a full season in four decades Hey, almost. Listen, listen I, had the had the running,
0: I had a running hate with the Yankees yeah. when they were winning four out of five. So it, if you try that, that's not hey, easy either. Bob, you know, Bob, the, the, you, you, know, you
1: want to know something, Bob? You know, the old regime I didn't have a problem with when it was Russell, Say, Lopes, and Garvey. They stuck with Steve Howe. He had seven drug chances. They They, they tried to work with him when this regime came in, they threw Mike Piazza to the Wolves. I said, you know what, this, and it just, and it just you know, cr- you know, brought it to the point where I said after the Piazza thing and then the Bauer thing and then the Urias thing, I mean, you're with these guys 300 days a year, man, almost. You can't reel these guys in. You don't throw your brother to the curb if he's got a drug problem a couple times. You bring it in-house and try to find out what the problem is. The Dodgers, I'm telling you, if I was 20 years old, They'd be the last place team I'd play for. I'd go to Minnesota and freeze my ass (laughs) off in 20-degree weather before I play
0: for the Dodgers. Hey, listen, the only thing I know is I wasn't on the list, and neither were you. So good thing we'll still do this. We can still do this every week. Mark Mancini, XM Radio. Mark, thank you. The Mark Mancini Report.
1: I love you, baby. Within three months, let's get the number one show. Let's knock these guys off the perch, man. Let's do it. Who says we can't do that? No, nobody. God bless. Say hi to the wife, the baby.
0: How about that? How about that? Mark Mancini. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, XM radio, you can hear him. He's on a million different podcasts. Check him out. Mark Mancini. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that pretty much does it for us here tonight. We're going to be with you again this weekend. Me and Brett will be with you. We'll go over all the games. We'll, we'll get you before the, hopefully before the games start. And one thing I wanted to mention, Dalvin Cook picked up by the, the off waivers by the Ravens, a huge pickup. He cleared waivers. The Ravens claimed him. He cleared waivers. They got him. They need a running back. He's a big running back. Like we just talked about Mark. he He's went to four pro Bowls. He could be the difference for the Ravens in a game where they might not be throwing the ball. Good. He gives them a presence, a, a ground attack. And he's, he's a veteran that knows what he's doing. He's played in big games. He's been to pro Bowls. huge pickup by the Baltimore Ravens today, Dalvin cook. So, Again, we'll talk to you on Saturday. We'll get you all caught up with anything that new that breaks, everything that goes on. Thank you again for tuning in to Locked Up Sports. Thank you again to all those people who reviewed us. And if you haven't, get on it, start reviewing. Rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. We'll talk to you guys this weekend. I'm Bob Walters from the Brian Gunzel Studios. See ya. If you enjoy the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports, join our Facebook group, LockedUpSports, or on TikTok at LockedUpSportsShow. Now you can catch all the latest from LockedUpSports anytime.